0: Hi, this is Paul Altman and Connor O'Dwyer, and this is Future Built in 3D. Since mankind made the first tools, we have always been searching for ways to improve and advance our technologies. In our search for groundbreaking discoveries, we have seen inventions that prove to revolutionize the world. But these technologies can also lead to catastrophic failure and the loss of life.
1: From this line of design and implementation came the humble 3D printer. Originally used for scale models and medical prototypes, when this machine first came out it was viewed as nothing more than a cool gadget with limitless possibilities on the scale level. The 3D printer works by melting a given material, usually plastics, metals, or special powders, and from the ground up applying layer by layer the input of material until it completes the designed object. The process is precise and the speed of completion is proportional to the size of the designed object. However, as it is with every developing technology, 3D printing on the large scale must undertake try-by-fire to answer the question.
0: Is 3D printing a viable source when it comes to constructing large structures? Personally, I'm really excited for all our listeners to be able to hear about this topic and learn what all it could mean for our future.
1: Yeah, because you can just build as much stuff as you the human mind can create right
0: yeah and like especially like if you want like wavy walls <coughs> it, the, the 3d printer can do that when like forms can't really do it unless they're like jagged and in, in multiple different pieces but this can make the structure just one solid piece
1: yeah because normally you see like individual like pieces of like brick being mm-hmm. in different forms but doing something like this with a 3D printer could just revolutionize the construction industry.
0: Yeah, and even then, like, you don't have to have walls, so I wonder how that's just going to affect, like, the integrity of it, like, because everything is going to be connected, so it's just going to, it's kind of like a rock compared to, I don't know, a Lego or something like that. Yeah,
1: you can in, like, you know, I don't know, um, build as whatever you want, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's start with the upsides of the process. 3D printing would reduce construction time and costs, work field fatalities, materials wasted, and the shortage of housing stock. It can offer unique and personalized housing with intricate shapes and designs that couldn't be created by a normal construction team. It can also offer quick and affordable homes to homeless and low income families. The machinery for 3D printing can be easily understood and those who are laid off due to the lack of need of labor can learn how to use the technology.
1: The military has taken interest in the application of this technology in the battlefield and have used it to print prototype barracks, defense positions, and entry point terminals. If 3D printing proves to be successful, the resulting structures can be stronger and more durable than modern buildings. Some implementations have been made that can allow the device to print multiple materials at once. Structures can be built out of recycled materials, including recycled plastics and certain metals. To see success from this 3D print design, um, you can't just see like what it's doing right now. you got to see like what it's going to be able to do in the future.
0: Yeah, and especially since it's able to... Uh, so what helps make it a good design is the fact that it can work faster, work better, cut down on waste in materials and time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, it's unfortunate that it could take people's jobs, but like if you're a like lone contractor, like that can save you lots of money if the if 3D printing is uh, fairly affordable process or
1: yeah however i wouldn't want my my job being taken away by some little new thing like but i guess that's what every new robot is doing right
0: yeah um i mean what also like contributes to like how good the 3d printers can be is just like how much it has been altered and advanced since it was first made like it used to take up like a whole desk just to print a little model and now like it's like the size of a mini microwave yeah like the smallest one and then like the biggest one can i mean print small structures
1: yeah because i've seen the some 3d printers like you can print a whole helmet out of them like that's kinda of insane how it just takes like six hours to print a little side part.
0: Yeah. And the fact that it can like create structures that can be home grade, like for just residential life, and that even the military is interested in it in it from its like potential, like what it can be. And you know, like if the military's getting into it that it's it, it's, it's important. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did bring up one of the cons that this can bring and so we're just gonna dive into the rest of the, the cons of this process.
1: So some of the cons that this 3D printer design will create is definitely going to be the job loss that I've already talked about. Mm -hmm. And um, since most, most of these new 3D printers are only going to be printing one material at a time, it's going to be kind of hard to do some other stuff with it because normally you're going to have, like, the... Brick, and then you got the clay to keep it all together, but while someone else is doing something with like wood or whatever. Um, And also, like the limited types of materials that it can be used, as you see in different houses all across the US and even the world, like they're using clay or they're using different types of wood or types of brick and all that kind of stuff. The
0: printer can't print wood.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's not going to be there's no way that can fit into a filament if you know what I'm saying. And the 3D printer is not
0: just like a solve all solution because there are limitations to it. Um, like just the fact that larger projects require larger printers. So like mm-hmm. if we were to build a skyscraper, we'd have to have a skyscraper sized.
1: Yeah, 3D like a printer. super yeah, like
0: a football field tall. Successful implementation of the 3D printing into the construction field will ultimately result in job loss, just like every automated
1: yeah robot yeah, yeah for on like the manufacturing line and
0: stuff yeah mm. um but it it won't be entirely hands off just because just the fact that it can't just print one material at a time someone's going to have to be there on site to change it when the time comes to change it
1: yeah and all the Like, the online stuff on, like, a computer and designing stuff, too. Yeah, you're going to need someone doing that, or multiple.
0: And if the structure does call for wood, you're going to have to have someone there that's able to place the wood where it's needed. And post-processing, so, like, after the printer has printed everything, uh, there's going to have to be someone there to sand it down, unless they make another Mm -hmm. robotic arm that can do that, like, as the as it's printing. getting printed yeah.
1: yeah for now 3d printing won't revolutionize the construction industry because it will just make certain it'll, it'll just make certain processes faster not because it, it's not going to build a whole building mm-hmm. unless they've done it like the designer or manufacturers done it multiple times so yeah. and for
0: it to take off like local and national building codes have to be altered to allow the official use of 3D construction. And local governments will need to come up with standards for electrical work, plumbing, structural integrity, and public safety codes. Yeah, And then with it being a computer automated process, um, computers aren't 100% accurate, and they can still have errors, especially in the transfer from the file to the machine. Mm-hmm. And just one error can cause the structural integrity of the entire project to fail.
1: Some other problems include a uh, scarcity of engineers willing to use this 3D printer. And um, like using the traditional blueprints that most contractors are, will use, those can't just transfer over to a 3D printer. Like that's not going to happen. You got to make it on the, like a CAD or something or a innovator or something like that to just get it in a model. Mm-hmm. And um, the most current 3D printed buildings are just...
0: So now that we've listed all the pros and cons of the process, it's time for us to take our sides and debate our case. So I will be taking pros.
1: And I'll be taking cons. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: So I'm going to start with a modern achievement in the 3D printing industry, and that's the 3D printed bridge in Shanghai, which runs about 88 feet long and is about 12 feet wide and can hold the maximum amount of pedestrians possible.
1: Yeah, I did I did happen to see that, but it did you know it took around 450 hours to complete? That's, well, that's a long time. Well in total that's
0: actually just about 18 to 19 days and the printer was running non-stop the whole time. And in regards to the time it took, it also cuts out the cost of having to hire a whole team of construction workers, uh, construction vehicles. Um, and also you don't have to worry about safety concerns. problem in situations like this because it is or at least this one was constructed warehouse area and then it was transported on site so it does take time but it also saves money and potential health hazards to the people who are going to be
1: working on it well what about trying to construct a like a high-rise building you would definitely need Uh, like a construction team to work on that because building higher up is definitely going to have more safety concerns so yeah but we aren't we aren't there yet in this technology so it's not like
0: there's some concerns that you have to have right now and then those are just future concerns so like right now um, main concern would be implementing building codes or even getting it fun able to function on
1: bigger buildings hmm. yeah because as a building codes they don't have any well most governments don't have any like electrical plumbing structural integrity and like safety codes for those types of bridges right now or small residential buildings because if we were gonna do high-rise stuff, we would definitely need to have those set in stone and so we could, those rules could be followed.
0: Yeah, but I mean, also not many, I feel like not many rules would have to be implemented because it doesn't really matter how it's built. It's just that after it's built, it has to be, have a good structural integrity and the ability to be able to work, to be worked on
1: and fixed if needs be. Hmm. How would you how would you go by repairing some 3D printed concrete or plastic if there was like a crack or something in the middle of the bridge or building? I mean you could honestly just get a
0: a concrete saw, saw it out, print a new square. And then and just then, insert it in. Yeah the... insert it in with the like right
1: on a paste mm. a mortar um what would you say about very few engineers or architects wanting to take pleasure into this type of construction
0: I mean it is a new construction so people are going to have to get used to it and familiar with it before they are going to use it and like it's still in its infancy and like all that it might be able to do someday so i think it has to make like make a name for itself Mm -hmm. a little more than just small
1: bridges and small houses like build like an actual like building that's popular or something Mm -hmm. like that
0: before it gets any credibility
1: to its name yeah because i also have a source where it says like you know the traditional blueprints that construction workers are using Mm -hmm. like you'd have to put that on a model in 3D and most people aren't familiar with that kind of software at all so i mean
0: and that honestly isn't too big of a problem because i mean tech savvy people are rising up everywhere so like if you train them to build a blueprint on a computer like it won't be it's not like a impossible feat or like even a hard one for those type of people because that's what they're like trained to do Mm -hmm. and it'll actually probably create a new like workforce or like
1: work field um for this well instead of that i would think you'd be losing more jobs than you'd be gaining jobs because of the the labor force of like hammering a 2x4 together like you can't 3D print a 2x4 but it's but your concrete though is going to be kind of weird oh uh, yeah but i'm sure
0: like on the computer generated models like you can factor in like what wood framing will be there and what's gonna need to have like concrete printed over it. Like he could insert forms of like no print
1: zones. Okay, so I saw something like if you mess up, like the 3D printer messes up on the design or something, you'd have to restart this whole new building that you just started creating. Like that's a huge, waste of resources time money all that kind of stuff i mean yes but like
0: even with buildings built by engineers like it's not like they build every building perfect like even they have to go back sometimes and alter it so that it does function as intended
1: um but couldn't you easily catch it better if you had multiple people working on it at one time instead of one um, generated thing? I mean, Possibly,
0: but like the one generated thing, I meaning 3D printer like you only really need one man to see what's happening because they can just follow it around um, and I feel like the a computer generated thing would have less chance of error than
1: than your human error yeah but in that human error what if the operator putting a what if out here what if the operator was just didn't catch it because he's not gonna have he's probably not gonna have someone standing right behind him like a like a project manager saying hey this goes here this goes here this nail should be right there like instead of just filling it I mean, the operator isn't just going to be some random
0: guy hired off the streets, like he's going to be trained, he would be trained in this area, and like, basically when it comes down to engineering, nothing is perfect, and that's why we're always improving, so there's n- there's never going to be a one, one thing fix all, fixes all, because it's just not possible in this world. But wouldn't we want to try to get it close to perfect as possible, though? Yeah, that's what the, we're trying to do. True. Yeah. That's. I mean, like I said, it's still it's still a young, young design. It's young process, um, and it may never actually reach its full potential. Yeah, its full potential. Um, it might just become unpopular. It might not be physically capable of doing large constructions but it doesn't necessarily have to construct an entire skyscraper at one time Like just like the what happened with the bridge like they constructed it in a warehouse and then they shipped it on site so like a 3D printer can construct like floor by floor mm-hmm. like the skyscraper and it could turn out to be very
1: structurally safe, but we could also use like other materials inside for more of like the structure, like framing and stuff, like the metal beams and or yeah. steel beams, and then build around those. Uh huh. And three yeah. D printers can also operate in ways that we can't, like yeah, like getting like the certain angles with. You can't curve wood unless it's handmade. Thing. So you can only do it with wood. Yeah. And not with like rock. Yeah.
0: I feel like to wrap it up we can't for sure say whether it's going to work or not. Like only time will tell. Only future advancements on the project is going to prove whether yeah, or not yeah, it yeah. will be reliable. Um but it is still a very, very new. Yeah, very new, but also very
1: interesting topic. Yeah, because you can get all those like new designs or facades of a building that yeah. you couldn't do with wood. Yeah, and like right
0: now, most people think of a 3D printer and they
1: think of like
0: just a something that like can make you a object. cup or yeah. something yeah. like that. But Not it's a just whole like building now like if you have enough money to buy it like you can print your own shed you could print you could maybe even print your own basement like if you dig in the backyard or something or like a roof or something yeah Yeah. a storm shelter bomb shelter if you're worried about a nuclear apocalypse Um,
1: (laughs) or actually
0: in like war zone countries like, a bomb
1: shelter could be a very necessary thing. Yeah. And I think it definitely will revolutionize some of the mm-hmm. new construction or new ways of seeing things in this 2021, if you know what I'm saying.
0: 2021 and on.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and it's also environmentally friendly because it doesn't, like, kick up a whole bunch of dust. Like, what goes into it? Most of it comes just straight out the nozzle, and I feel like most of the waste just comes
1: from misprints or sanding it down. Yeah, because definitely starting to use plastic mm-hmm. in making a building, it's just like reusing a water bottle. Like yeah. you're gonna save, help like, save the environment too. And
0: you know those like those houses on the beaches, like they're not like living houses, but they're like they're the it looks like sheds on stilts yeah like you could go to a beach clean up all the plastic and use that you probably have to you have to probably clean the plastic before you can use it in the printer but yeah melt it down you can just make another one of those buildings like a outhouse or something for the beach um and that could just like seeing that could encourage people to recycle being like oh wow my water bottle can turn into this what Imagine being able to like have maybe even a community 3D printer. Yeah, like, like if you, would... you recycled like all your pop cans or all your water bottles, you
1: could print a swimming pool or something like that. Yeah, like you've seen those communities, mostly on in the west of the U.S. You see like those pop-up tents of just mm. hundreds of people, and they all live in a tent or something. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be cool
0: like even when it comes to homeless like
1: yeah I, i'm sure
0: you could like pay them to pick up plastic like around the city and then you could build and, a home for and them. then yeah you can build a house for them yeah i mean it won't be the perfect solution
1: it's not a perfect solution it will probably be a temporary one yeah but it just gets them back on their feet like the um the habitat for humanities where you build like a just a a 100 square foot house and they just get that little that little jump start to get back on track. Yeah.
0: Now that we've given our pieces on this topic, it's time for you, our yep. listener, to come up with your own. I hope this encourages you to do more research on this topic yep. if it's interesting to you. Many new engineering related fields are very interesting and there's plenty of them out there so I'd encourage
1: you to research on that. Definitely if you wanted to if you're interested in business or marketing you could start your own your own company with this new if way. If you're an entrepreneur hop on the
0: train before it takes off Yeah, because yeah. I, I doubt that this
1: will just crash and burn. Yeah because if you look some of the the cool stuff up it's just amazing to see like the instead of your normal two straight rails of on a bridge you got all this like curvy design and flow but yeah it'll definitely be here to stay i think
0: yeah thank you all for listening again this is future built in 3d
1: this is paul ottman connor odwyer signing out thank you it has been a pleasure And we hope you all enjoyed.